0: <laughs> I'm going to have to have you on every week, Neil Graham. <laughs> <That was amazing. laughs> what, have, what have you started?
1: Oh, Maybe you should get a ukulele. What do you reckon? <laughs> I could
0: get a ukulele. I was walking around Rye actually. So um, on Saturday or Sunday, I can't remember which I was, and because I'd had to go and deliver a birthday. Everyone's having birthdays. Everyone I know is having birthdays. Mark, so I, I, it was your birthday. It's not my birthday. My birthday's in January. You did me my happy birthday. Oh, I didn't did.
1: You? <laughs> you can do a
0: happy birthday to Brenda and a happy birthday to Fran. Oh, so okay, Fran's birthday Bran. was yeah. Okay, Fran's no, I'll, birthday I'll, I'll, was yesterday.
1: I'll do that, and I'll do Brenda and Fran, and it's like a double whammy.
0: Yeah.
1: Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday to you, happy birthday dear Brenda and Fran, happy birthday to you, happy birthday Brenda and Fran, I hope your day is full of love, hugs, happiness and cake. (laughs)
0: <laughs> definitely cake i'm very well known for cake <coughs> so i was delivering a birthday gift to brenda who lives near rye and i saw a ukulele shop
1: oh right there there's a go. shop
0: with an entire window of ukuleles i, want to, know where
1: I want to go to that shop
0: it's incredible, <laughs> and they all had like really lovely designs on. Well, you know, if you weren't in New Key, we're not talking. Yeah. We're not talking to him, Elaine.
1: Ah, I know yeah, it's bad. I've seen it. It sucks to be me. <laughs>
0: Dreadful place. Dreadful. He was yeah. in Pevensey, you know, slumming uh, it with the rest of us. Well, that's beautiful as well, you know. Pevensey's lovely. We have Mary yeah. in Pevensey.
1: Oh, hello, Mary. Yes,
0: you know, I Mary Beanie. Nice Facebook friends
1: you? now, but I don't think we've chatted yet. I think I sent her a message.
0: And Mary Beanie is also a farmer, Elaine. Oh best yeah. people best people so mary bean is also a farmer and they have they're they're in the lambing bit at the moment
2: oh yeah we had sheep it's hard work i feel her pain
0: mm, <laughs> mm. you don't have sheep now
2: no we changed from sheep to dairy dairy and yeah. horses we've horses as well yeah we have a riding center and livery yard
0: wow we're all coming out so when we're allowed we're all going to go on an away day to see Elaine. i think yeah. yeah, to your house. Yeah, you've told me you've got a big yard. We can all
2: park. Oh, That's perfect. That. But as long as yeah. Graham brings the surfing.
1: Ah, yeah, yeah. Are you on the west coast? East
2: Where's coast.
1: It? East coast. Is there waves? Yeah, There's no surfing there. Well, we we'll have to yeah. go over to Galway then. A little That's road trip. fine. Park. Yeah. Wherever. Yeah.
2: Elaine's happy to get out.
0: <laughs> I'm happy
2: to leave the farm. I'm happy to leave the farm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we all want to go out. So Elaine is in Ireland. Now we've already had this conversation. I'm very bad at geography, okay, people? Let's just I'm coming out. I'm really bad at geography. So I have a friend who lives in Northern Ireland. Mary, who we interviewed a couple of weeks ago, who's the cruise counsellor. She's from Ireland. I think she's from Dublin. Southern Ireland. Is she Dublin. from Dublin? She's from Dublin, okay, apparently. The voice voice from over there in the pure office,
2: yeah.
0: helping, supporting the poor geography, you know, lacking in geography person. And you're in Southern Ireland, aren't you? Uh, Carol's booking a ticket already. She's already okay, coming. perfect. We're all going, Carol, don't worry. We're going to go. We're going to have an, a pure pure members away day. And Graham was in Pevensey near our gorgeous Mary Beanie, but now is in Newquay because he's got a surfing sponsorship there Is that we go we? Yeah. yes and a beer sponsorship i, I don't know whether we can
1: <laughs> actually talk to you graham <laughs> oh yeah that's, a, that's an incredible way i can't believe <laughs> i got the beer sponsorship position. that was that was a manifestation though i literally just yeah. thought well i well I, I was doing a commission for my uncle um through my cousins my uncle i don't think my uncle's seen yet yet. he hasn't received the painting i think everyone's kept it quiet from him i don't know how because i'm so loud on social media but um yeah so he likes delirium and then the painting was uh, there's two pink elephants on his It was a family crest that i made for him like a family coat of arms and there was two elephants holding the the shield up pink elephants and they were inspired by his favorite beer which is delirium uh so i <coughs> i messaged uh, i messaged them on instagram said hey guys and i tagged him in a post actually and then i said hey guys i'm i'm doing a uh, Uh, a little thing that's inspired by your beer. I was wondering if I could try some. (laughs) And they were like, I'm down for it. They're up for it. So they, they literally, just as I finished the painting, you see in the um, in the latest blog if you've if you've seen it or if you've got yeah a... so if
0: anyone wants to see all of Graham's stuff at the bottom of this screen here it says support Graham on Patreon and you can click on there and it takes you through to Graham's Patreon platform which we're going to talk about in a minute um, and you'll see all his vlogs and everything
1: like I saw that when I logged in I was like oh lovely <laughs>
0: thank you I'm going to show you Elaine's website as well in a minute but I can't Amazing. put up two it's so annoying uh-huh. so I might in the middle of the in, in the middle of the chat I might swap it and you might be it might become elaine's
1: that's okay so
0: sharing, okay. The, love, sharing, sharing
1: the love yeah sharing
0: sure. the love so i can only do one at a time but i'll share the love yeah. so yeah manifesting so i was just saying to elaine and graham anyone who was um on the pure digital clubhouse event yesterday morning i was telling you about my magritte um visualization of though that that money coming on with little with um little wings little uh, angel cupid's wings and I was having this man I was saying to people it's really weird because they've been following me around the house and <laughs> last night I got an email telling me I got a grant and the money would be in my account so there you go so it, it mm. actually it works this all this manifestation stuff it, but it's just energy it's not woo woo it's just energy and if you're just channeling the energy and don't ask don't get
1: yeah it's. I think
0: it. is the thing oh, you yeah. have yeah. to ask
1: you can't sit in your arse and manifest stuff. You you just you have to like be making positive changes and positive steps and surrounding yourself with the people that are going to make shit happen. For you. Sorry, can I say the effort? yeah yeah, but try not yeah. to. okay. <laughs> make stuff happen you, know. Like you, um, like uh, like just for instance, I was speaking to my friend uh, Becky actually, Becky Upton, if you're watching. Um, uh, literally, Hi, Becky. She's, she's one of my Patreon supporters, and uh, I, she's from Key, but we never really knew each other. But she's been following me, and then we. We, I pulled up at Maccas yesterday. I had a, um, I went for a, a sneaky little no bun, a skinny burger, <laughs> and uh, pulled up to the car. Careful, because your
0: mum's watching. <laughs> yeah,
1: she was next to me with um. Oh, hello, mum. She was next to me with um in her car. I was like, "Whoa, Becky!" And then she was we we're talking, and she said like how she wants to uh like do some voluntary work and you know grow a little bit more in nuki and uh, she started talking about she wanted a volunteer for the school. I said, "What? Well, how about teaching assistant?" Like. She yeah. I said, well, go and just message them, message them. And then now she's messaged them and now they're they putting it in for a couple of hours. So, you know, like, you don't ask, you don't get. I think you, you need don't
0: to- don't ask, you don't yeah. get. I'm literally doing this job now because 20 odd years ago, I was doing a job working as a, uh, in brands and marketing for Coca-Cola and I was miserable. I loved the people and and I loved the environment, but I was like, this is not how I want to- There's
1: Max right here. <laughs>
0: Oh, honestly, it makes gives me heart palpitations seeing Pepsi. Don't do that to a girl who's worked at Coca-Cola. It's bad for you. It's bad for the old heart. And um, I was working there, and I loved the environment and everything, but I didn't like the fact that I was spending my life trying to persuade mums to buy someone's got me on feedback in their room. So you might have Crowdcast open twice in two windows or on another device. Yeah, just I can hear it feeding back. Um, so, yeah, I was I was miserable about the idea that I I was my legacy in life was going to be. Selling fizzy water to mums and ruin kids' teeth. I was like, that's, I don't want that to be my legacy. So one day I just and my husband, um, Paul, everyone knows one of the uh, poor. Paul, Paul is the pure patron, funded it for quite some years, <laughs> um, said to me. Well, you're really, you know, you're really arty. Why don't you just go, stop doing that and go and do something arty. And I walked into So I just simply one day on my lunch break, because um, I was working um, in Uxbridge on this particular day, I walked into Windsor art college, I'd happened to be going to see a client in Windsor. I walked into Windsor Art art school, which doesn't exist anymore, sadly. And I just walked into the reception I said, I want to do something in art. I want to do an art degree. Um, And she was like, what? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. And in the reception area was the woman who ran the photography course. And she was a ceramicist. And she, we sat down, we had coffee. And before I knew it, I'd signed up and I was doing it. And I put my resignation in for my job all in one day. Mm -hmm. And my job, the the people at my office were like, you can't do that. You you can't do, you can't do that. I was like, "Mm, I think I, I, I I just did.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I
0: literally am here today because of that. Just do it. Yeah. And at any moment, if I'd have stopped to think about it, if she hadn't been stood in the reception, if it had just been, oh, yeah, here's a piece of paper or something, I probably wouldn't have done it. I'd probably still be selling sugary water to mums because I was actually quite good at it. (laughs) But it wasn't filling my heart with love and joy and bliss and what i do now does because i bring all of that experience of selling and marketing and all of the business side but i love working with artists and that's why i'm really thrilled today to be talking to two artists two self-taught artists well exactly the same as me self-taught artists we're all coming out yeah and because actually everyone is self-taught The self-taught title is a misnomer. You might have done a bit of education or a course or whatever, but we're self. we've all had to take ourselves and we can all choose how we get that teaching. Do we get the teaching in life? I got a bit in industry. I got a bit in life. I got a bit at Windsor Art School. I got a bit by doing things like this. We're all, if we're open to grow and learn, are essentially self-taught. So, you know, what's the what's the big deal? Actually, the best people are the people who are open to learning in life. And like you just said, you know, learning by listening to someone else who said, why don't you just walk in and and ask the school if they've got any work going for you? And that's it. And so I'm going to I'm going to flip between the two of you now and we're just going to hear a little bit of your story, each of you. Let's do Graham first because we've got Graham's Patreon up on the screen, and then when we come to Elaine, I'll move over and I'll put Elaine's links in the screen. So Graham, give us a very quick
1: yeah well, the word is
0: quick here one now. The, one
1: of the questions Background. you said one of the questions you said was uh, what you should know about me is is yeah. uh, is it's okay to tell me to shut the up? <laughs> okay, because I do talk a lot. Very about yeah, uh, I've noticed this since doing podcasting. Anyway, right. Brief history. I've always been fairly, fairly um, sort of left-brained and quite artistic, anyway. So, you know, I've uh, I've been in bands in Brighton. Um, I, I finished that; that was fairly successful. We uh, got to play some quite big, so uh, we played the Bricks and Academy, Boardmasters Festival, lots of different big uh, venues around the country with one of our friends' bands, The Ordinary Boys. So that was like my sort of my thing. Music was my bag, and um, then. Um, Then I left that band on funny terms, you know, there's always dynamics in the music industry, (laughs) and then I uh, moved uh, to Liverpool for a while and uh, realised I wanted to get into the outdoor sports because I I went there to pursue music again, but then I was like, it gave me a bit of a chance to get away because I was in Brighton for a while. You know, pursuing the rockstar dream, and uh, then I went to Liverpool to try and do the same because I loved it. I went to a gig there, I did a gig there once at the university, and I loved it there. And um, so I th- that gave me a chance just to get away from everyone and think for myself. And then I remember back as a kid, I was always loved outdoor, being outdoors and nature. And so I um, got in. I thought I'm gonna work on a course and uh, learn how to be an outdoor adventure instructor, so I can work with kids and do all the all the outdoorsy stuff and you know just have a better quality of life so i moved to devon uh to do like an intense course at kelly college then um Tra- uh, Tavistock and then two girls on the course surfed and then the rest was history that's when my life just went like just completely nomadic i was like surfing is for me i tried it once but a- I- i'm very impulsive and i do things as soon as i like something i'm obsessed so i bought a board the next day <laughs> and then within two weeks i'd moved myself to that beach where i learned to surf in an adventure center because we're just finishing a course uh and living above one of the best point breaks in england and learning to surf with all of the in surfing instructors all of the stuff that i learned like kayaking and archery went out the window and um and then i just uh, i really really wanted to get into the surfing and that was a really nice creative environment as well because i was working in an adventure center there where they're all like they're like sort of hippy-dippy love their music and we we're playing bands and stuff so it was just my element and then from there just traveling backwards and forwards, doing seasons, um, <clears throat> came back from Australia and, uh, Bali at one point I was traveling around there for a year or so, and then came back and then moved to Newquay started working in a pub crawl, which is where my, um, promotional side was really like honed in because I was literally working for a bar crawl selling on my skateboard being one of those annoying people uh, going up to holidaymakers saying, "What are you up to tonight?" And uh, but I was I was very good at it, and I was and this was at the grand old age of like nearly nearly thirty. So and, I, and, I, and no one does that at that age, you know. No one does that at that age. That you're you're married at that point, apparently, according to society. and You have got your kids and a house, but I was like, "Nah, <laughs> I'm just going to carry on having fun," and it was great. But it was an amazing earner, and I was earning the best money I've ever earned in my life. I think one week I earned two and a half grand doing it because I just saw outside the box what I could do. Um, But anyway, then that enabled me to travel quite a lot. So I was backwards and forwards, going to Mexico, going to Costa Rica, going to all different places like in between seasons. Uh, And then, you know, when I came back one time after working in um, California in a surf camp, I was like, right, I've got to knuckle down there and start doing something. So I went, went for the normal job. And I went for a sales job in Truro and wasn't really happy with it. I just didn't like the environment, but I'm an amazing salesperson. (laughs) So uh, I I was, I was kicking ass there. And then, um, but then my, then my friends invited me to work into a company. And then I learned a lot of my marketing skills from there, but that was, that was a turning point for me because that company meant I could then work remotely. So I was like, I wanted to, I said to them, that was a deal. I want to live in Bali. I want to work there uh so i moved there in january last year uh, just before i just
0: need to have a word with my husband i want to live in bali i'm just <laughs> telling you, i'm just gonna put that out there <laughs> <laughs> apparently i won't like the food
1: <laughs> Oh, you would, Beef and Weinberg, it's amazing um but yeah so i i was working there and uh but but the thing is i didn't have any autonomy uh i i was working late like england time, so it was sort of screwing my brain up a little bit but for the first couple of months it was great, you know, like I, I knew what I was signing up for. I mean, it was great really. Wake up, surf, have a siesta after lunch after meeting your coffees, then then work till midnight, you know. Um, it was it was fine. Then I'd have the weekends off in Bali. But you were detached from your friends a bit there, because I have quite a lot of friends there. They're all doing stuff in the evening and <clears throat> you you miss out on that when you're working those weird on um, those weird times which messes with your circadian rhythms, you know. So it was starting to get to me a little bit, but then the pandemic hit. It was really, really hard um, sustaining that, especially with a high pressure when I was doing my best to save this company um, because we were losing clients left, right and centre. Mental health problems sort of hit a little bit more like through that because I was just wondering what am I doing in my life, that kind of thing. And I want to be in Bali, but I can't sustain this. (sighs) And then, but just before that, I'd found art. I actually went on a date with the art teacher and I was kind of trying to impress her because she said, come to my art class. I was like, okay, come. <laughs> and then I did the art class uh, and I did, let me see if I can show you. Uh, Waterfall was the first the first one I ever did. And uh, people were like, what? Have you ever painted before? And then this is a second class. And I was like, right, okay, there's something in this. So I've, I think I've got a bit of a talent and everyone- Love that. Yes, you goes
0: do. on a date with the art teacher. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Tatiana, she's a lovely. Tatiana, of course, she's called
0: Tatiana.
1: Tatiana. Yeah, Tatiana, the uh, art teacher, Russian model. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's amazing, and she she was she was really good and really helped me. And but then I was friend zoned, of course, and I was now a student, so that was okay. I could deal with that. Um, but yeah, and then like depression sort of really hit um, when I started when I had my mental health problems. I but the great thing was I I found art. Other than that, I would have been probably sat in my room just pining away, not seeing anyone and being by myself, which I was doing, which I don't think there's anything wrong with to be a bit reclusive because you need it sometimes. But this, at least I had company. I had all this as company. And it and it really, really, really helped me. And people started noticing. They started to notice like, oh, wow, like, can you paint me a picture? I'm like, uh, I can. Then imposter syndrome kicks in. You're like, oh, i am just started. I don't think I can actually charge this. How about, you know, I'll paint you a picture. I'll choose what it is. Uh, and you um, you just give me a couple of bit of a quid, a few quids towards a charity or just for postage packaging and packaging. And they're like, yeah, I'm down for that. So you're basically putting me through art school if you pay for my materials. And like, they're like, yeah, sweet. But then like people were loving and loving and loving the fact that it was like a surprise commission. And this is what the surprise commission was born. Uh, lots of artists now looking at me, uh, have said to me, I said, Graham, what the? flip like you've just found the holy grail of of commission work you choose the subject and they pay without having a clue what they're getting and that's what i do now i look into people's intuition look at their instagram look at their facebook when they sign up i say look, i'm gonna i'm gonna pick the picture they can give me a loose idea of what they want but i will essentially have the last say and it'll be my risk of painting something that they don't know what they're getting but they love the immersive experience because I tag them in the story, they get to see the painting unfold and then I make the weekly vlog and they get to see it in that. To um, so back a little step, the weekly vlog was born in Bali because I was basically doc- documenting all this. And actually from Ireland, there's a, a chap in Southern Ireland in Limerick called Blind Boy, have you heard of him?
2: Have
1: no. it, you heard of the Rubber Bandits? Yes. Your Subaru. Oh God. Everyone has. Yeah. 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 Well, he's one of my inspirations, one of my main inspirations. Thank you, blind boy. You basically gave me the idea of setting up my vlog and the Patreon account. Okay. So the Patreon account, basically what you can see at the bottom here is a way of supporting artists. And especially nowadays, this is the way it goes, especially with the music industry. It's definitely because people need, because they, you know, you don't make money off music anymore but this is a way you can support your fans so i needed to think of a way of giving back because people pledge to me monthly on this but i do a mental health message in my vlogs where i talk about i, I interview artists and therapists and i want to do a lot more coming up there's a lot more coming up now i'm settled in yuki um, and then what i give back every six months is this concept which is called the karma card project okay so these are my prints of my, my work they're gift cards and then basically i send my patrons who might pledge to me a fiver a month for a coffee to say thank you for the vlogs and all the hard work that i do because it is a full-time job guys a lot of people think oh you're just making videos but literally i wake up at six finish at midnight editing and then putting this message out there so i am working this is where the fraud thing came in i'm
0: like "Mm." we'll talk about we'll talk
1: about that in a minute gesticulations down yeah sorry sorry guys So they get six of these a month, okay, and the idea is that you can then keep as many keep whatever design you like or a couple of you can keep all of them if you want like if it makes you happy and that's, that's that's serving you keep all of them stick them on your wall because it's art and i want to give that back to you because you're supporting me but you then have the opportunity to give out a very mindful powerful message to to a friend that might be struggling mentally to someone that you might just want to reconnect with that you don't know is struggling mentally which turns out sometimes they probably are which has happened already i've had some feedback and but the what the way i explain it is like This is so powerful because can you imagine, like, you know, suddenly you walk downstairs to get your coffee and then you see there's a a letter on the ground. You know that when someone posts you a letter, there is a process for that. They have to write it, think of some thoughtful words, put it in the envelope, lick it stick it, write the address, walk to a post office, line up in a queue for half an hour, socially distance, until they get to the counter, then they pay money and send it to you. There's a lot that's gone into that. It's not just a text. Okay, and I know when people do things for me like this, it means the world, and I will remember that for the rest of my life. And it can change the course of my life. That is a massive ripple which will turn to a wave. And um, yeah, so the people that are supporting me are loving it. They and and it's it, and it's working. It's I believe that that's going to save lives, and it's it's growing. Now, this is the thing that I just want to get. This is the last bit. I wrap it up now. Um, <laughs> I'm just very conscious. All right. Um, the, this is the bit I want to get across is that, yes, it is going to pay me a wage, okay? It's not quite there yet. I've got a goal that I need to reach and I did quit my job to pursue this because I'm so busy with it now. So I do need your help, please, if you can. But as it does pay me a wage, I'm seeing this as a business and I'm going to be reinvesting. But first off, straight away, 10%, no matter what goes into the pot for, for mental health charities anyway. But as it reach, I reach a wage that I'm comfortable with to be able to live my life and have the autonomy that I need to do this, then I'm going to be uh, investing in, in even more projects and I've got some incredible projects which I guess we can talk about a little bit later on in the podcast. but there's a thing a forum that I want to talk about which we. but I will I will stop talking now freeze, <laughs> freeze.
0: <laughs> You've covered it. off so much there Graham. I think
1: a hard this- project
0: yes it's inspirational because you have approached it in a very unconventional way but bringing actually bringing to it many of the by just by the fact that you've had um the diversity of experience the life learning that you have you've picked up on many of the tips and tricks that we give out all the time in how to tackle a lot of this imposter syndrome, charging for your work, how to deal with if you're struggling with the whole concept of doing a commission. Instead of thinking, I can't, you think I can. How? I can't yet. How can I? It's it's a mindset. And what you're showing is that it doesn't matter what your background is. It doesn't matter what you've done before this moment. It matters what you do now, today. It matters how you think and how you behave now. Yesterday was yesterday. That is it's dead and gone. There's nothing we can do about that. Today is how you behave and live in this moment and how you represent yourself and go forward. And, like I was saying, you know, I just walked through the door. Sometimes you just have to big yourself up, give yourself a stern talking to, and then go, right, just walking through the door. And I believe in myself because self love is the very start of all of it. You have to believe and love and care for yourself. And then you can start believing and loving and caring for everybody else. And that's exactly what you've done is you've thought about how to look after yourself. You were having this mental health crisis and you've searched around in your experience and you found a methodology, if you want to put it into researchers terms, you found a methodology of using all of that experience to fix it for you. And then you flipped it and gone, actually, now I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm going to pay back now. I'm going to do some payback and I'm going to help other people. You know, the, we've talked a lot about that classic marketing tool of doing the cards. It's it's has so many facets of goodness about it, not only for you, but for the people who receive them and then the people who, it just keeps passing the energy down the line, doesn't it? It's just an amazing vehicle, the card. Yeah. Um, instead of us just sending an email, I I'm quite... The the lady at the post office now smiles when I walk in. Yeah, she's too. like, "Oh, here I, she is
1: again." <laughs> I give them. I give a card to the post office people every time I send a load of pies. That guys are, like, and here's one for you. They're like, "Oh, thanks," and they don't know what it is. I give them yeah. to everyone. Every person. Someone I did my key this morning. I gave them one. So the person when I went to Aldi, I did my shopping just now. I was like, "And this is for you," and I walk off and they're like oh thanks they don't expect it but yeah uh, powerful and then they get the details in the back
0: (laughs) exactly and it's marketing yeah so it's. it's just like it's it's looking after everybody else but also looking after yourself it's it's really important to you that you make this a viable career so you need to earn money and at the start of your career that you know obviously the prices that you're charging are lower so therefore you have to be a bit more creative and it isn't that the you know what there is a saying about that isn't there it's like the um need is the mother of invention or something like that i can't remember the exact words um, around that saying but all these sayings come about for a reason um that you have to be creative you have to think about it and and think about the whole concept of it you know it's it's a card but it's going to work for you so put make sure you put your details on it you are not an imposter And you alluded slightly to the trolling in there, which is why I I was introduced to Elaine, because of the trolling, because there was some trolling went on with Elaine. And then bizarrely, there was some trolling that went on with Graham as well. And I always say, yes, (laughs) the minute
2: that you're trolled, you've made it.
0: Exactly. Look out for the trolls.
1: It's great content. How many many views (laughs) you had on that video? 10,000, that is great.
2: 10,000, and I think, 1500 on Facebook. Oh, I see exactly.
1: That, I, that's incredible. Like, like, that's what you could. And then when they do that to you, they don't think that's going to happen. They think it's going to shut you nope. down, but it's made you stronger. It's, so it's <laughs> energy,
0: people. It's energy. So way, if you take, take <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. If they, t- if you take the energy and you allow it to diminish you, yeah. that's what it will do. But if you mm-hmm. take the energy and go, now I'm going to turn this into something positive, yeah. it will not only grow you, but it will grow everyone else. And as we say, the minute you get resistance and pushback, you know you're growing. Exactly. You so a troll yeah. is resistance and pushback. Yeah. You can't have
1: superheroes without supervillains.
0: Exactly. So, uh, we need the villains. And yeah. and actually, you know, have empathy for them because yeah. they're struggling. They're having a mental health issue. So we can help them.
1: The, super, so, the superhero and the supervillains are normally best friends at the beginning as well.
0: And at the end as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, there's, there's normally an outcome of this well, where... So where that it all goes full circle and you have to confront it. You, you can't just hide away from it because if you do ethically, you're not doing the best for everyone else, are you? Because yeah. they're just going to go and do that to someone else until it lands with someone who is prepared to stand up to them and yeah. go, okay, I feel and I hear you and I feel your pain. Yeah. This is not an acceptable way to behave. However, yeah. I do hear you. And we're gonna, you know, and we're here to help. If, and you know, that's what you with your art crew, Elaine, and me, and you with your patrons, Graham. You know, and pure, we're all there to help. There's lots and lots of help out there for artists now. Geeta, so Gita, the gorgeous Geeta Joshi from Curator Salon, who's big mates, one of my big mates. Um, Introduced me to Elaine. She was like, You need to talk to Elaine. (laughs) And I was like, Yeah, hell yes. Because, you know, that is everything that we're about. It's about positivity. It's about using the energy for good. It's about not looking backwards, but looking forwards and manifesting what you want by taking action and growing every day and understanding that, you know, when you have these experiences, they give you an opportunity. For me, I have a fear of the known. So the minute I have something that was unexpected, I'm like, Yes. This is exciting. So, I was thrilled when I interacted with Graham the first time. You know, I saw it. Someone sent me your vlog. They said, You need to have a chat to this guy. He's a local. Can
1: he you send that to you?
0: I can't remember now. I can't oh. remember who sent it to me. I get DMs. My DMs are full up yeah. pretty much every day, you can imagine. And my emails, while I'm on this, I will receive about 200 emails. Wow. Which is always a little bit, oh. Yeah. Um, so I do apologise to everyone if it sometimes takes me a day to get back to you, but my Ooh. I get a lot of DMs. Teddy, yeah. it's okay. Don't get angry. <laughs> Ted's getting a bit cross there. Um, I get. I love it. I love getting your DMs. My DMs are always yeah. open. Um, I love getting all the emails, but sometimes it can take me a little bit of time because I like to answer all of those myself yeah. personally. I'm sure there will get a point where I'll have to get someone to do some of that for me, but I do at the moment still like to answer all of the messages myself. Excuse the dog, Teddy. <laughs> he's, Teddy. Teddy's obviously seen a fox or something else, yeah, and um, <laughs> wants to go out. And he's like, "We need to deal with this. Uh, repel all, bo- repel borders." So yeah, I love that. Um, and getting the messages is great, and I will always in in endeavor to answer all those messages but yeah i got a message from someone saying like i did from gita saying you need to look at this for the lane i got a message from somebody as i say can't remember i'll look back and see if i can find it um saying you must have a look at this guy and then obviously i messaged you and we and then i started mentoring you etc and the rest is history but and you're now in new and you're having and i'm going to introduce you to someone else as well who um i think you will benefit from having a chat with you so I'm very much a collaborator. I don't see life as a competition. I see life as fun and joy and collaboration and working with people. And for me, that brings these opportunities for the unexpected. And love the unexpected bring me the unexpected every day so if anyone's got any questions for graham about how he set up his patreon account how he manages that do pop them in the ask a question area and we'll put that down there at the end i know when I when we were originally talking about it the concept is that someone will book you for a unexpected commission so they'll come and want a commission but they don't know what it's going to be and they pay you a certain amount of money and then they also do a pledge within the patreon account
1: yeah, so um, it's, it's all optional you know like, yeah to, it's all know.
0: optional every yeah. life <laughs> yeah yeah.
1: no you have to <laughs> you're yeah. speaking to me now you have to have a commission yeah 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 so they basically get hold of me and uh, some people don't actually understand what the surprise commission is when they've got hold of me and then i and then they come with they come with a photo already and i'm like sometimes i'm like oh i'm sorry i don't work like that um but it gives me the opportunity to look at the photo and decide whether i want to do it or not um but like um but then I will tell them that I will be taking an artistic license on it and you mm. won't really know what it's gonna be. Um mm. and then so they but they love it. They're like oh okay. Like my friend wants me to do his cat called Arthur <laughs> and uh, he's got a load of pictures he sent me. And um, but it's funny because some people try do try to influence you <laughs> on how you what you're gonna choose, but I just go against the grain.
0: <laughs> Can you see Hannah's Hannah's just said Hannah's quite young. So she's um, a couple of years out of um, art school and um, she's doing amazingly. Hannah, shout out to Hannah. We always say Uh, be more Hannah, because Hannah does loads of stuff on social media and beautiful work, landscapes. And she says, how do you manage to make vlogs without feeling self-conscious? Do you find it takes up a lot of your time?
1: Well, um... I guess from being like quite performative through my whole life, like um, I don't feel too self-conscious. I, it I is, it is quite a step now, especially now back on my home surf and I've got my camera and I'm going to walk to the post office with the camera in my face and you see people looking at you like you're an absolute weirdo. Um, but I, like it's you just have to do it. Like I've, I've now got to that. You just have to the more you do it, the more easier it gets. Okay, so you get you get your camera out and you just, you feel that pang of anxiety, but you reframe it. You reframe it and think, actually, this is exciting. And do you know what, when I do it, I did it in the middle of Brighton Station once. and I was like, right, I'm just gonna practice this, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna talk like that. And then everyone's like looking at me weird, but they're not looking at you weird, they're looking at you with intrigue. And that's yeah. that you-
2: Yeah, what are you doing?
1: Yeah, you think that they're actually thinking you're weirdo, but actually, they actually want to know what you're talking about on that camera. I had a couple of guys come up to me and go, hey, man, yeah, what, what what are you vlogging about? And I'm like, oh, okay. And then that's when I wish I had these on me because I remember we chatted about that. Yeah. Uh, Always
0: hand them out. I was like, Graham, have them in your pocket at all times. Yeah, ready. I figured now
1: in my bag book, um business cards. Because yeah. well,
0: uh, Graham said to me, should I make business cards? I said, no, you've got karma cards. Yeah, Hang yeah. them out. They are business yeah. cards.
1: And it does take up a lot of my time okay but i i'm i find that like doing like my editing skills over the years have got faster um but i've i've listened to to a lot of people that do editing especially jack conte who actually the ceo of patreon is an absolute legend um he's talking about how like you can become a perfectionist when you do like when you're trying to put content out there but he's literally just said you just need to publish because there's things that you might see that no one else is going to see. So, like, I used to like be like really tweaking every little thing to make sure, and then I realize all I'm doing is shuffling paper. Like, literally, no one's going to see that title that's slightly overlapping that uh, other title that I didn't mean to do. You know, like it's just you just need to just get it out there. So if you're doing content creation, you just need to bang it out there as quick as possible. Unless you come up with a hurdle. And I made that video edit last night of us that was just doing my head in because i won't go into edit speech because it's boring but like there was a load of things that were going wrong
2: i was like oh my god
1: i didn't get i didn't get the subtitles on in the end but luckily i think
0: that's the thing just do it yeah our perception of what people think about us is based on what we think about other people actually most of the time most people are invested in spending their time Wisely and productively and joyfully. So, of course, if they're going to be watching you, they're going to be like, What's that? If they're going to be spending their energy watching you. They're intrigued. If I saw someone doing that, I'd be like, What are they doing? Is, <laughs> is, it, is it so? I'd be thinking, Is it someone famous?
1: Just, yeah, just what you need to do, what, I, what I've realized now. like I used to like be like, I'll get my camera and look around to see who's around so I can get a quiet moment before a load of people go. But now I'm just like, bang! So I'm about to go to the post office and post these cards. And I'll, and if people are looking at me, I will talk louder because I'm going in there. And I've got, I've got to send these cards around the world just going to spread the mental health message. And I say things like that out, like, and, and, then, and then people are like, oh, 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 yeah, he's obviously professional. And when you've got one of these Joby badass things, it looks a little bit better than holding your phone. I always feel a bit weird at doing it on my phone because I just look like, um, I'm just like one of those um, wannabe
0: influencers. (laughs) (laughs) Graham, you're not a wannabe influencer. You and Elaine are influencers. You're Uh, you're there, you're done. Yes. done. So that's brilliant. So it's just get on with it. Dump your imposter syndrome, dump your um, perfectionist syndrome just to get on with it yeah. and i think that you know that's I, I mean you know shout out to my ex that's another song isn't it shout out yeah. to my ex i'm just gonna get on with it sorry yeah. <laughs> i'm over yeah, you now
1: a little mix <laughs> yeah a little
0: mix you can get i i find myself quoting song lyrics quite a lot I think that, but that just goes to show, you know, we're all in the artist space, aren't we? And we're we're all experiencing and putting these experiences out in a different way. You're putting your experiences out as a vlog. Hi, Jane, don't worry about being late. You can watch the rest of it on Catch Up. Um, You can, yeah, you can put your experience out as a vlog. You can put your experiences out as a painting. I put my experiences out in these broadcasts, and in my blogs, and in my mentoring, and in my programs. All of my, everything I do is from my lived experience. OK, yeah. Over the last few years, I got a bit more education. But that's because I felt I needed it, because I was thought there was things I just didn't know. But I now know them. But most of it is from my lived experience. I will be writing stuff now, and I know very well it's because I learned it when I was working in a bank, when I yeah. was 20. Or I learned it when I was working at Coca-Cola. Do you know what I learned when I was working at Coca-Cola? Was that be loud and proud thing. Yeah. We had this thing called the, um, it was when the Olympics, oh my God, I'm going to age myself now. Okay, (laughs) prepare yourselves, people. When the Olympics was in Atlanta in
2: 1938, okay?
0: Wow. Okay. It was about 1990 something. Anyway, I was running what we called in the UK, the Olympic event. And we all went out in vans, and I was running it from Brands Hatch, and we all had to end up at the Dorchester. And I and I gave everyone red puffer jackets. It was in the middle of the summer; it was boiling. And we all had red puffer jackets, and we all had to paint the UK red. And the first couple of days, we went out and we were ever so quiet and polite, and we were like, "Would you mind? Could we put up one of our wall stickers?" We weren't getting anywhere. I was like, "Okay, guys, this isn't working. Strategize, strategize, meeting." This isn't working, we're not, we're not gonna we are not get this this country painted red if we go out apologetically, loud and proud. So yeah. the next day I was like, right, we were like doing the hu- haka haka, the, yeah. uh, the Maori yeah, the thing. I got, yeah. I got them all round, we were doing the haka. And I'm like, right, come on, we got the energies up. Honestly, by the time we got to the Dorchester, yeah. our bit was nailed. We had red window stickers on every possible and pretty much impossible place in my region. And I was like, that's what it is. You have to go in and you have to take the energy with you and you go in and you're so excited that people can't say no to you. They literally can't say no, can they? And that's, you know, that's that thing, Hannah, you know, when you're doing your video, take the energy with you. Be loud and proud. Do it. Know that you're doing something amazing and good and then just don't get caught up in the perfectionist thing. Just get on with it. Just get on with it. And when it's done, it's done. Pop it out, and like great. you did with your vlog. So brilliant, Graham! You are an inspiration.
2: Thank you.
0: And we love you, oh, Elaine. Yes. Over to you, honey. Mm. Now you can see. Visit Elaine's website at the bottom there. The
2: bottom. Yeah, you're in. You're in. Uh, yeah, mine's not. In my life, is not nearly as exciting as Graham. Oh, it is. It's got carbs. I want and stuff. his life. No, want life. We're I do, all coming yeah. to you on the yeah. Pure Holiday. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, well i started my first kind of art adventure was when i was in school i was quite rebellious actually now when i think about it i used to color the squares on my maths book so you know in primary school you're gonna to love, love you <laughs> Jane's
0: Say, gonna so. love
2: you so i used to sit and color the squares as my teacher was teaching us maths then when she'd come around ask me a question of course elaine had a lovely page I know something <laughs> <laughs> none whatsoever so I used to be called a featherhead in school because I could never do my maths but anyhow didn't matter but that was my first kind of thing with art born and bred on a farm Um, went to secondary school did art favorite subject of the whole school experience was rebellious again and was a mom at 17 was a mother again at 19 left home when i was 17 which wow. made me i think yeah i think it made me quite determined so my parents wanted to put me under a curfew i didn't want a curfew so i moved out at 17. i, I yeah. think it's a good job you and graham didn't meet with them.
1: <laughs>
2: would have been wild graham that would have true. been wild, wild. We were wild. On <laughs> yeah so i am um, left home at 17 and um, me and a little person about three months old and I have been kind of independent ever since as such. So started a business with my partner and um, helped him run it. Got a job, a very boring job in the Department of Agriculture, because farming background, so what else do you do? Only Department of Agriculture. Hated every minute of it. But at night time, I used to take art classes. And I did that for about, I'd say 15, 16 years, every single September to Christmas, and then Christmas to April. Never missed it, but I only did it as a kind of a stress release, something I enjoyed. Never put any thought in it. Never put any seam in it. Um, worked away, got various different jobs. Trained as a Montessori teacher because I love teaching, and opened a riding school because I love horses. They're my other passion besides um art. So worked away, went and 11 years ago had a little surprise who's now 11 years old so there's a 25 a 23 and an 11. so we had a little surprise and um gave up on the art just didn't have the time was busy on the farm came home to mind my mom she's in a wheelchair since before i was born there was no one to mind her i'm the only girl so as the only daughter it's expected of you as such to mind your mother so i took her on. So she lives with me full time. She is high care. She needs a lot of care. And um, and then we took over the family farm, which had been left to just fall apart. There was no animals, no machinery, no buildings. So we put some sheep on it as a way to earn extra income. Along with me, teaching Montessori and doing the riding school. And then the other half was doing the farm. So we were don't forget your
0: mother? I mean, you mother. And my mother. Can't forget don't forget me. your
2: mother <laughs> I left her at seventeen, and she came back at thirty-two. It was but anyhow. So we worked away on the farm. The eldest lad went to college. I didn't do any art; gave it up as such. Didn't just didn't have the time. Well, actually, I thought I didn't have the time. I had loads of time, but I was too busy going. You don't have the time. You can't do it. You don't have the time. But I actually did have time. So the eldest lad went to college. He studied ag science in waterford got his degree went to new zealand went to a dairy farm fell in love with cows came home and said i would really want to do dairy can you get rid of the sheep if not i'm going back to new zealand oh so, sheep are gone. <laughs> so i'm not traveling to new zealand so yeah the sheep can go <laughs> so, two years ago sheep all gone got rid of all of them and we started a dairy farm from scratch so we had to build everything and buy everything in the last two years but in those two years i also decided i'd go back and start my art because it was very stressful time and i find being creative relieves the stress it also got me away from the farm for two and a half hours every night to be creative so went back and we had a new art teacher was really pushy like this woman was she went was around she the russian, class.
0: like was she russian like
2: Grimes? no she's an irish woman she's, she's not <laughs> no, she's irish woman So when she, she went <laughs> around the class and everybody was they they what she gave them to paint they painted exactly and then she'd get to me and she'd see something like this yeah you um, need to just swish your camera slightly because we can't quite see, see. there like we that. go okay so this is what she yeah. she'd be looking for lemons and this would be what would appear. So she'd walk past me and she'd go, mm, mm. That's nice. And she'd just keep going, okay? Uh, and I kept saying to yeah. everyone, I don't think I should be here. I don't think she likes me in the class. Maybe I'm not doing it right or whatever. But anyhow, I gave up. I just said, I don't care. I'm here to doodle. You do the lemons. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. You created your own language. I created my own stuff. That's the yeah. truth. So, your own language. Yeah, my own take on lemons yeah. and um oh, yeah she came around near the second last class and she told me that you really need to do something with your art and i'm looking at her going you what and she goes yeah you need to go find somewhere in the town that'll take your art and sell it and she said i want you to do it this week wow. come back next week and tell me you found someone so like we've only two galleries in the town one is approachable and the other one is, oh, don't go in there, don't touch anything. So when I go in, 11, the- <laughs> don't touch anything. Just keep your hands in your pockets, don't touch anything. So we went to the first one and they That's went- not a gallery. <laughs> no, we went to the first one and they went, No, we'd have no interest in your work. And I went, Fair enough. So I had my 11 year old with me and as a mommy, you cannot show that you can't do anything you want in the world. Okay, you can't role show model, that.
0: Role model.
2: Role model. So came out of the shop and he goes, okay, we'll go to the other gallery. I'm like, uh, no, no. Yeah, why can't you go to the other gallery? He says, and I went, well, I suppose, I suppose yes. we can go. <laughs> so we went down and we walked in and it was, don't touch anything, keep your hands in your pockets. don't talk, just <laughs> now when we go in here and when we went in i walked up to the woman who's now a very good friend and said look i have a little bit of art i've been set a challenge by my teacher i have to try and find someone yeah i'll take it
1: oh, just like
2: that that was like two years ago and we're still best friends and she still has my yeah. work amazing. that is you
0: see you don't yeah. ask you don't get yeah.
2: no that but was only real- for an 11 year old
0: I really From like an eleven-year-old, you, know, you see, my son would do that. We've had we had a happy accident as well. He's thirteen, yeah. <laughs> and um, but he's very—he would have been like that. He would, wouldn't he? He would have told me, "Get on with it." Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, because why not? Yeah, why not?
2: Absolutely, yeah. why not? Yeah, and your mommy thing comes in where you go, okay. I can't show him that he has to be picky about what he can do, and second no. things he just won't be able to do. You can't no. show him that. So, yeah, ah. so that was two years ago. And then in October, over the summer, then I started to think about community and support and different mm. bits like that. So in October, after a lot of, yes, you can do this, Elaine. No, you can't do this. Yeah, you can. No, we no, can't. You can't do that. So I set up the art crew. So it's called Our Art Crew. And it's literally a creative community. It's a weekly membership thing. There's about eight of us so far in it and it's just the best thing I have ever done.
0: Do you know what, community is so important. When I first, Mm -hmm. so I first, Pure, prior to being called Pure and being this massive organisation now, was called the Art 21, art group, just called A21, that's it. We just called ourselves A21 and they were just artists who were friends of mine who all lived along the A21. That was it yeah. at first? We didn't actually have a name, it was just let's meet in Leslie's for a coffee, and she can tell us what to do because she's got a background in marketing. That was the group. Yeah. <laughs> let's go and Leslie's got a little tiny baby and she's got a knowledge of marketing. Let's just go and have coffee at Leslie's house. That was You're the just group. Get my
1: jumper.
0: And then it became <laughs> well, we need to give out because we became You know, meeting like you're saying every week or every month. So, and then we had, we'd give ourselves a, you know, a challenge and a critique of everyone's work and what have you. So, we then called ourselves the Art A21. And we said, we couldn't have, you have to live off the A21 and you couldn't be, we couldn't have more than 21 members. It was great because it was like, right, we've got a boundary. You can't have more than 21 members and you've got to live in this particular area. And I did that for quite a few years before they then set me the challenge of Leslie, all the art galleries are. This was in 2008. All the art galleries, Brenda Hartill, I hope you're listening. Marina Kim, Leslie, all the art galleries are closing and they're sending back our artwork because, you know, obviously the crash, the financial crash was happening. You've got to you. You've got to do something. And I was like, why me? Why me? They're like, you've got to do something. And so we set up the first art fair and the rest is history. You know, that's it. You gotta do it, haven't you? you've got a yep. role model, you've got to do it. you know, Elaine, I know you're gonna go on to amazing stuff because you've awesome. got the resilience. well, you you know you can look back to your family background, can't you? and you know leaving home at seventeen with a small child and and making what you you have made out of your life is just awesome. you're a you're a role model for everybody to show that it doesn't matter what you where you came from. it's where you're going. that's important. Yep. I too have reinherited my mother. Yeah, it's hard. yeah, I know. I was like, money, dad. My dad suddenly passed away. Money, no, 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 mother. Oh, yeah. Okay, mum, mum, Cullis, don't, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> we're not, we're yeah. not doing dad, dads. Dads are great as well. Yeah, um, and I know you're, you're all right, Graham. But you know, you might end up with your mum at something and they're lovely. And I, I have to say, you know, having my mum. Um, I've never been lonely ever since I, I re-inherited my mum back. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been lonely. She's a live wire. Mum,
1: a- don't get any ideas.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Paul, uh, Paul, pure patron, is, is twitching over there.
2: <laughs> well, he, is boys, also, he also looks after her. <laughs> yeah, well, my boys have already decided I'm going to a home. <laughs> they will not mind me, so I'm going to a home.
0: Mine often say, well, when you move out of the house and you move into nanny's and I say, Where's Nanny going? And they like, look at me. I, went, I don't think nanny's got any plans on leaving and leaving anytime soon. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know why you're trying to move her out of her house <laughs> and you're not having mine. Go <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and get your own. That's the boys. Christy's already bought her own house. Yeah. Good role modeling, you see, good role modeling for a daughter. I'm not having any of that. You're the only daughter, so you've got to do it. Yep. I'm role modelling. You can do it whoever you are, you know my uh, dissertation for my masters was the barriers to progression for women and again don't take this badly um graham but i was a woman so i was like seeing the barriers for me
1: yeah it's all right.
0: and it is and it is cultural it's cultural it's it's evolutionary it's passed up the genetic line we're born with it but we don't have to pass it on
2: no and, like, i just found that with the farm um, mm. i'd have had that now at the farm because i have a younger brother so technically in the in the proper running of things the farm should have went to him not to me i'm the girl girls don't do farming girls do dinner and exactly. stuff and yeah. feed everybody whereas the boys do the outside physical hard work so it was a very much a struggle when i was to take over the farm to get them to agree to let me take over the farm Mm. So it just grows with. resilience, doesn't it? Yeah, it makes you so more determined. So when I got my lovely pleasant post, yes. which is, it's so not just a tell a
0: post. No, tell people um, just a little bit of a backstory here. So I was sent a message yeah. from Gita saying, listen to this, and Elaine is going to tell you what happened. Just very
2: bite-sized. Uh, very quickly. I am... Um, Went to collect the post as you do from the postman and I found a lovely envelope with my name just an address typed on this envelope and sell tape down so I didn't think anything of it opened it up and I got a letter from a very a group of very angry I think it says degree holding artists who have accused me of being a fraud a scam artist I see Graham shaking his head a fraud a scam artist taking their livelihoods and I am taking up space in their marketplace, that I am disrespecting all artists by calling myself an artist because I am self-taught." So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was my post. So Graham, I want some of your posts, please. Yeah, get sent. <laughs> yeah. You need to send, Elaine,
0: some karma <laughs> cards, don't yeah. you? Yeah, send some We're all going to be sending. So Elaine, you need to give us your address, yeah. and then we're going we'll to it, obliterate yeah. that. Put that in the you. put it in the chat bar.
1: Letter. I'll write you a lovely letter. You can put it on social media because I saw how many. Yeah. You know that. <laughs> yeah.
2: So you write me so I'll put that up, right? So you yeah. and me do a live together, Graeme, and I'll show the like that. Yeah. I think bit, you
0: and Graham doing a live would be perfect together. <laughs> yeah. And I think I mean, post is you know, the message of this of this broadcast is everyone's legitimate. Life yeah. is not a competition role model and believe in yourself and believe you can not you believe you can't as i say i love i have a fear of the known now not the unknown hmm. because that's what comes yeah. through going through these barriers and be brave you have to be a bit vulnerable sometimes you have both been really vulnerable and and said exactly what's happened you know um, Graham had a bit of a trolling experience after yours and he dealt with it and he did a bit of a vlog about it and it's all been dealt with and the same with yourself we have to face yep. it out and grow from that experience so that's really the message from this broadcast is be honest be yourself have integrity tell your honest story don't be afraid to tell your story your story is as valuable and important as everybody else's no one is better or worse than anyone else we are all equal yeah regardless of where we come from whether we're a male or female whatever our, our gender decision is no matter what our skin color is we should all show up and all bring our own unique perspective because that from that becomes exciting experiences that we could all grow from and I have grown so much just from having this engagement with the two of you. And I bring that now, that goes now into my bank and gets processed. And all of that then goes back out every time I yes. relate and work with other people. And that is awesome. And we're definitely going to be having pure holidays. Once, oh, yeah. in, once Boris says we can. And <laughs> yes. we're going to be going to New well, Yes. Yeah. We're going to New and then we're coming to ireland yes and we've got we've got to go to we've got oh gosh we've got people in south africa we've got people That's everywhere it. now yeah california we're going to be doing pure pure away days yeah i'm going to
1: be on holidays as well we're going to have to
0: do some holidays i think and we're yeah, all going to have to probably. go because um It is just incredible how big this family is growing as uh, we are all honest and sharing and being vulnerable and, you know, growing and we're amplifying the positive energy. So anyone who's in Ireland, Southern Ireland, who is looking for a community, Elaine's your woman. Our art crew. Go on to her art crew and it's on your website, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Anyone who's near Newquay and wants to go and do a bit of surfing when you're allowed, don't get him a fine, please. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> not yet but when you could do six people at the end of march you can go and um, do surfing with graham and yeah, then well, as we i, I want
1: to do, like, up... do morning dips with everyone that's why i did that little post the other day and yeah got, i wasn't i wasn't told told off by anyone. i was advised to take it out this is what actually i've loved about this community uh in this in the art world as well is that uh you do get some really positive people and like people are like when you do things wrong they'll come in and say hang on a minute just if you don't do that and do it like this, I yeah. just, yeah, basically it's told me, just told me to take that down because I could get a fine. And I was like, thank you so much. And I sent him a call. Yeah,
0: positive support, positive <laughs> yeah. trolling, not negative trolling. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, we don't do negative energy because that's just, that's karma, karma cards. And it's just going to come back at you. Yeah. So we don't want that. <laughs> we want lots of positivity go and look at elaine's um website because her artwork is incredible and it is it's your own language and that yeah. i'm always encouraging people to find their own language there's no right or wrong no nope. you don't want to copy but you can copy in the beginning if you're just learning so that you can start to explore your own language but art is your own individual language and that's why it's amazing when you do the surprise commissions because that's your unique perspective and your language that you're bringing to that commission and i'm working i work with artists on commissions quite a lot and it is it's fine you have to go on a little journey before you get there yeah. And find the language for that particular commission. So yeah, don't be scared. Don't be vulnerable. There's lots of community out there for you. As Edith says, her daughter swims every day. She lives down in Cornwall as well. um So wow. she... a wetsuit, right, so, yes, yes. And water
1: therapy. Yeah.
0: So cold water is really good for you as well, isn't it? For oh. your blood circulation. Oh, yeah. And...
1: All sorts. Yeah. It's all great. the,
0: all the like influencers are doing having these ice baths
2: put in their house now aren't they
1: amazing i did it in bali quite a lot i made eight minutes in an ice bath once Mm -hmm.
2: if anyone yeah, if, wants it, they can come work on the farm. We get, like, frozen <laughs> and wet in the rain most days. I think the
0: BBC should be doing a programme on you, Elaine. <laughs> I do. I think the BBC should. You know they do that Yorkshire Dales one with yeah. the lady. I think they should be doing Elaine Tobin in, in the Irish um, Frozen, frozen to Death. <laughs> <laughs> i know you don't need to do an ice bath i'm living in an ice bath. yes i it. <laughs> I was doing my um i was jet washing my patio in preparation for 29th of march ready for booking people onto my yeah. patio and i had i was frozen because it is still really chilly out there <laughs> uh, so i feel like my hands had an ice bath they were very <laughs> shaky afterwards as well, it's well not yeah it's,
2: yes yesterday morning i was watching graham swimming and I was like, I just, feel, I feel fitter now from watching you in the sea. And he says, yeah, you should do it. And I'm like, no, I've already mucked out like stables uh, yeah. and had 80 calves. <laughs> I'm not going to do any exercise. Yeah. <laughs> Someone <laughs> sent me a message
0: this morning and said, Leslie, you're turning into a gym bunny. No one has ever used those words oh. in the context of Leslie. Because uh-huh. <laughs> Jim- I did two exercise classes in a row, but only it was, it was a mistake. Okay. Uh-huh. It was an error. i'm never gonna do that again no i i feel fitter and i feel happier just having spent this hour with the two of you you're a joy thank you and i I loved it and i have had such a lovely time and thank you both so much for sharing your energy and your vision and your experience with everybody we'll do it again maybe it towards the end of the year we'll do it again and just have a catch up with both of you and see how you're both getting on we're going to be serenaded out now i think Mm -hmm.
1: Oh, that's a a funny chord, isn't it? Oh, I like it. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are grey. You never know, dear, how much I love you. Please don't, oops, take <laughs> my sunshine. Oh, I screwed it up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I won't take your sunshine away, I promise. Right. You, are both my, you are both my sunshines and I've had such a lovely time. And everyone go and have a look at Graham's Patreon and, and take some good um, hints and tips on how you might be able to use some of that I- marketing ideas in your own work. Have a look at Elaine's website. Her artwork is awesome. If you're in Ireland, join her crew. And love you both and yeah. speak to Thank you both you. very soon this will be up on um facebook and youtube so you'll be able to share it and share, right. it pe- okay. share it with That's your people share it with your peeps
1: at graham Collis on instagram at elaine tobin at pure yeah arts group and at pure
0: arts group yeah. yeah we'll be doing lots of that sophie will be on that sophie's had to go and have a jab today so very because her, good. Yeah, well her husband is um has had a heart transplant nine years ago oh, so he's yeah. obviously in the very high risk okay. history so today we haven't had our Sophie um, on checking out what's going on on Facebook. So we're sorry if we ignored you a little bit on Facebook today. But if you've got your questions, DM us at yep. Elaine Tobin, at Graham Carless, at Pure Arts Group. Any questions, we're always happy to answer. And uh, mm. yeah, come along and join us. We've, you know, pure, you can join Pure as a member at any time.
2: Thank you. Bye. See Bye. you all again next Bye. week. Bye. Why, 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 why?
0: Green Room.